Section 3 of Flowers of Vitov First Series It is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org Flowers of Vitov by George William Foote Section 3 Sky Pilots the authorship of the designation, Sky Pilot, is as unknown as that of the Four Gospels, yet its origin is recent. It has only been in use for a few years, say 10, or at the outside, 20. Nobody knows, however, who was the first man from whose lips it fell. Probably he was an American, but his name and address are not ascertained. Surely this fact, which has thousands of if not millions of parallels, so obeyed the impudence of religionists who ask, Who made the world? when they do not know who made nine-tenths of the well-known things it contains. Whatever its origin, the degeneration is a happy one. It fits like a glove. Repeat it to the first man you meet, and though he never heard it before, he will know that you mean a minister. For this very reason, it makes the man of God angry. They feel insulted and let you see it. They accuse you of calling them names, and if you smile too sarcastically, they will indulge in some well-selected Bible language themselves. There are some traits that will not bear honest designations, and the minister's is one of them. Call him what you please, accept what he is, and he is not disquieted. But call him Sky Pilot, and he starts up like Macbeth at the ghost of Banco exclaiming, come in any other form but that. Go down to the seaside and look at one of those bluff, weather-beaten, honest fellows, who know all the rocks and shoals, and tides and channels, for miles around. Call one of them a pilot, and he will not be offended. The term is legitimate. It exactly denotes his business. He is rather proud of it. His calling is honorable and useful. His pilot sweeps through uncertain and dangerous waters to their destination. He does his work, takes his pay, and feels satisfied. And if you cry, pilot, he answers merrily with a, what cheer? But sky in front of pilot makes all the difference. It makes the man of God feeling like having a cold sour bath. Then the reaction sets in and he grows hot, sometimes as hot as his. Well, Hades. We are not going to swear if the parson does, but after all, he is a pilot and a sky pilot. He undertakes to pilot people to heaven. Let him board your ship and take the helm, and he will guide you over the black sea of death to pop felicity dead. At least, is what he says in his tweet circular. Though he turns out very differently in practice, as we saw see presently. Let us first notice a great difference between the sea pilot and the sky pilot. The honest sort boats the ship and takes her out to the sea, or brings her into port. When the work is over, he presents his bill, or it is done for him. He does not ask for payment in advance. He neither takes nor gives credit. But the sky pilot does take credit and he gives none. He is always paid beforehand. 
Every year he expects a good retaining fee in the shape of a stipend or a benefit or a good percentage of appearance and collections. But when his services are really wanted, he leads you in the lurch. You do not need a pilot to heaven until you come to die. Then your voyage begins in real earnest. But the sky pilot does not go with you. Oh dear, no. There is no part of his bargain. Oh, my friend, he says, I must leave you now. You must do the rest for yourself. I have coached you for years in celestial navigation. If you remember my lessons, you will have a prosperous voyage. Good day, dear friend. I am going to see another customer. But we shall meet again. Now, it is not a fair contract. It is really obtaining money under false pretenses. The sky pilot has never been to heaven himself. He does not know the way. Anyhow, there are hundreds of different roads, and they cannot all lead to the same place. Certainly, they all start from this world, but that is all they have in common, and where they end is a puzzle. To pay money in such circumstances is foolish and an encouragement to fraud. The best way to pay for goods is on delivery. In the same way, the sky pilot should be paid at the finish. But how is that to be done? Well, easily. All you have to do is to address the sky pilot in this fashion. Dearly beloved pilot, to the land of bliss, let this contract be fair and mutual. Give me credit as I give you credit. Don't ask for cash on account. I'll pay at the finish. Your directions may be sound. They ought to be, for you are very domestic. Still, there is room for doubt, and I don't want to be leader. You tell me to follow your rules of celestial in navigation. Well, I will. You say we submit at Port Felicity. Well, I hope so. And when we do meet, I'll square up. Of course, it may be objected that this would starve the sky pilots. But why would it do anything of the kind? Have they no faith? Must all the faith be on our side? So they not practice a little of what they preach. God tells them to pray for their daily bread, and no doubt he would add some cheese and butter. All they have to do is to ask for it. As and you shall receive, says the text, and it has many confirmations. For forty years, the Jews were among the unemployed, and Jehovah sent them food daily. He rained down bread from heaven. The prophet Elisha also lived in the wilderness of the Semites. God sent him bread and meat in the morning, and bread and meat in the evening. There was likewise the widow's cruse of oil and barrel of flour. We supported her and the men of God day by day without diminishing. These things actually happen. They are as true as the Bible, and they may happen again. At any rate, they should happen. The sky pilots should subsist on the fruits of prayer. Let them live by faith, not our faith, but their own. This will prove their sincerity, and give us some trust in their teaching. And if they should starve in the experiment, well, it's worth making. And there are four matters: the truth and human happiness. One best of matters will suffice. There will be no need of what given cause an annual consumption. The man of God.
pilot us to heaven, but they are very loath to go there themselves. Heaven is their home, but they prefer itself, even in this miserable veil of tears. When they fall ill, they do not welcome it as a call from the Father. They do not sing, Never my God to thee. We do not find them going about saying, I shall be home shortly. Oh no, they industrially in self-pity, like a limpet to a rock, do they cling to this wet, sinful world. Congregations are asked if they cannot do something. A subscription is got up, and a man of God rushes off to the seaside, where prayer, in cooperation with oxygen and ozone, restore him to health, enable him to dodge going home, and qualify him for another term of penal servitude on earth. It appears to us that sky pilots, like other men, should be judged by their practice. If they saw no belief in what they preach, we are foolish to believe in it any more than they do. It also appears to us that their profession is as fraudulent as fortune-telling. Many a poor old woman has been imprisoned for taking suspense for a servant girl after promising a tall, dark husband and eight fine children. But men dressed in black coats and white tokens are allowed to take money for promises of good fortune in the beautiful land above. It further appears to us that the sky palace should be compelled to come to a reasonable agreement before their trade is licensed. This will settle where heaven is before they begin business. Better still, perhaps, every applicant for a license shall prove that some human soul has been piloted to heaven. Until that is done, the profession is only robbery and imposture. End of section 3